You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall, and we are journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. Back in the Kush dispensary, Katie, we're not on the pontoon we aren't on the pontoon we are back at the shop definitely all right how's the week been it has been hot literally every patient that comes in has to take a little second and breathe and kind of readjust because it is that humid and it just hit us all in the face it suddenly just hit us though didn't it yeah, yeah. it hit us hard yeah and we're all like adjusting yesterday and then today especially mm-hmm. yesterday i made the mistake of wearing pants i didn't make that mistake today. <laughs> never again yeah yeah wouldn't do it wouldn't do it all right so this is a fun little episode because uh we're gonna cr- kind of cram in one to, to get to know somebody yeah. that uh really helped out with the dab and splash yeah so man uh, brooks thanks so much for taking the time to come in of course of course thank you um you know i'm glad you guys had me on to uh just kind of tell my story a little bit and just invite me out i kind of it's weird i manifested this whole thing i was like i'm gonna be on a podcast at some point you know i've been trying to collaborate with a couple people and and i finally uh have found a team to collaborate with regarding a podcast and uh you know, coming here and, and being on this one and then mm-hmm. being able to do be in the works one? to create one is awesome. You yeah. know, just manifesting stuff. Uh, I'm all about that. And uh, I just enjoy being here. You know, I appreciate you guys having me come out and just I hope be here. to manifest a high here in a little bit. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I got some of this tart pops from you guys. Uh, let's see. It's the Grogenics. And man, it's it's beautiful. I can't wait to smoke I've it. I've enjoyed Grogenics. Yeah, Grogenics. 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 Genics? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I always yeah, they, which one are we? They do a good job. We saw a lot of their pre-rolls. Everyone loves their flower. It looks fire. We had fire. them on the podcast recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Jake. Yeah. yeah Jake looks super from, not Jake from State Farm, <laughs> yeah, right? Jake that was State the Farm. joke, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me come out. I mean, I uh, I work for Underground Underground Dispensary. Um, you know, I do their social media and marketing. I'm starting to get into uh, their sales side, uh, but I've created some uh, relationships and some partnerships in this business and uh, i'm now teaming up with uh, canna quench um to start uh, getting some of their products in, in dispensaries uh, around oklahoma um as well as teaming up with uh, green social um and they are meeting a media marketing company um that is just all about uh getting the oklahoma marijuana community together you know Mm -hmm. as a whole just building that building everybody building brands they'll go in and and just build brands up from the bottom to the top you know just with their with their video um with the quality that they shoot everything like that uh so i'm super excited about the opportunity and uh just looking forward to the future cool man uh i'm digging the kicks some Thank of you. The cleanest vans I think I've ever seen. I try and keep them clean. Yeah, you do a good job because mine. I got a secret. Oh, what's the secret? So there's Mr. Clean dry erase markers. You know, uh-huh. like you use for like yep. the little crowns yep. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So if you just soak it in like some hot water, the little eraser, and then scrub it on like any shoe that like has a white bottom or whatever, Comes completely clean. clean. Yeah. Mm. But these are pretty brand new. My uh, my girlfriend actually got these for my birthday, so they're just a little fresh. Don't let me lie to you. <laughs> Haven't been keeping them that clean. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, I I got some recently, but they were got real dirty real fast. So that's cool that, you, that you're rocking them. Uh, where are you from, man? You're from here, or where'd you no, go? No, I actually I was born in Las Vegas. 
Oh, uh, so Vegas as soon boy. as soon as I was born, culture uh, and cannabis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as Another soon, Vegas connection. Yeah. As soon as I was born, uh, I moved out uh, with my mom, I guess, to uh, Houston, Texas, and I was raised there. Uh oh. <coughs> yeah. I okay, so that's why there's the what's your your social's different than your yes, name. Yes, yes. So my uh, Instagram name is at the real Tommy Houston. Yeah, um, but your name's not Tommy. Yes, no, no, no. I just I had. And some you're not from Houston. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Exactly. Just, okay, I just okay. wear a lot of stuff, and Houston made me the person that I am today, right? I, I give a lot of love to Houston, and so I had some friends uh, who were like, I had long hair at the time. And uh, they oh, were like, how man, long did it go? Oh, man, it went down to my shoulders, man. I look like a How's little surfer, Chris's dude. Going? I used to skate and stuff, you okay, know. It's so. getting longer. Yeah. It's getting longer? I miss it, but now, like, I'm kind of getting gray a little bit, and I'm like, I don't want to grow it back out, yeah. you know? And sometimes I see dudes with dreads, and I'm like, I kind of want some too, but I don't it have is. the patience. Yeah, yeah, so that's what Chris is doing, right? Yeah, he? he wants dreads. Yeah. <laughs> is he going to make it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I almost did it one time, you know? I almost did, I almost did it one time, and, uh, I cut my hair because it was too hot, like today. Yeah. Like way too hot. Well, the furthest I grew mine down was past my ears. Okay. I always I always loved that surfer boy look. That's yeah. what I always wanted. But uh, yeah, I, I cut it and never got to go back yeah. to do it again. Yeah. 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 It's I like one it. It, once it gets cut, it's super hard to get back through those stages to grow sure. it back out. For sure. And now there's just not enough anymore. Not enough. You know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'd happens. be that guy with everything on the side, but nothing on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens. See, like I... Uh, I worked in the car business for a long time, so like part of that was like keeping good appearance, yeah, you know. Yeah, and hair. so now I'm very, very meticulous in my grooming, you know. And I was raised by a single mother with sisters, um, so like taking care of myself is just it's part of like who I am. So yeah. getting a haircut every week is like what I do because it's it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, it's too hot. Too hot. So what's the new podcast that you're going to be doing? The new podcast is going to be uh, with Green Social OK. Um, you can follow their Instagram at, at Green Social OK. Uh, and hopefully it's going to be with the Underground uh, Reserve Lab as well, too. Um, we're looking so to mostly partner. cannabis. Yes, content. yes. Cannabis content. Uh, just trying to get the community together, build brands, uh, talk about weed culture, anything like that. Um, we just want to get Oklahoma on the map like every other state because it's going to be there. You know, we will get it there, and and that and that's what I'm passionate about. That's what my goal is, right. is to to have everybody on the map. Because if we're all one big family, we'll get there. Yeah, we like community and supporting everyone yeah. and bringing everyone together as well. Um, one of the things we like to ask on the podcast is the first time you smoked, where you were, what you smoked, yeah. what you smoked out of, okay, what kind of experience you had. Okay, cool. I love I love that question. <laughs> um, so you know, I have an uncle Frank everybody's got an uncle frank right <laughs> like everybody does and uh you know my uncle frank you know may might have had some stuff that he used to give to other friends you know in exchange for other stuff <laughs> and uh i was with my uncle frank one day and i was young i was probably like 13 or 14 and uh you know he had a nice little bong with ice and everything and uh he was like hey brookie come over here this is some afghan hash you know um and i have a little kush as well he, he i think at the time he might have called it kind bud you know mm -hmm. and uh i was like okay cool he was like come over here and hit it you know and like, all right and, and so i did and i just remember like tasting it and the feeling that i had you know because i grew up with a lot of trauma in my life and i always saw like all my uncles and my mom and everybody smoking it you know and after they smoked it they'd have you know like they'd be like hey you know <laughs> like just the vibe was just a little bit better and i like that you know i liked when 
they were smoking that stuff that smelled good to mm-hmm. me when I was a kid. And uh, so I did it, and, man, I loved it, and I got high. And, and ever since then, I've kind of just really enjoyed it. Right. Um, but, you know, with all that trauma, I developed an addictive personality and, you know, turned to, you know, like opiates, like pills and things like that. And, you know, once I grew up, I had to, like, be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get sober, you know. I did that for a while, and I'm now, like, what they would consider, I guess, California sober, you know. Like, I have a couple <laughs> drinks at dinner or something, and I just smoke because I have PTSD and anxiety, and it just helps me. It's just, it's, it's why I'm so passionate about this, because... I have nothing else. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't have this, like, I won't be here. All right. I want to get into that. But before we do, talk to us about Dab and Splash. You know, what was, yeah. what, how did that come about? You know, what was your guys' involvement? So Dab and Splash uh, was put on by Underground Reserve. Um, and, you know, they teamed up with Safari Joes. Uh, and it just went amazing. It was crazy it was honestly probably the hottest party of the summer so far you know hopefully we can we can follow it up with round two here Mm -hmm. soon um we it just it blew up i mean we sold out of tickets we were taking cash app at the door it was it was ridiculous um this time at the door yeah (laughs) yeah you know we just we just winged it you know because that's what it takes whatever it takes and uh got it was a lot bigger than we all anticipated so yeah there's definitely other plans in place for right. the next one yes to make it more, more organized yeah. four or five bartenders yeah yes. i think that sure. was the frustrating <laughs> for everybody like yes. you could just see everybody in line and the one thing i was like the green mile with a, with a couple of people was uh the, the thing is is if nobody there was smoking mm-hmm. how many fights would have happened oh right oh, yeah because no one times you go mad. to a bar yep right yeah you go to a bar or anywhere you go and there's these long lines like everybody's frustrated everybody's pissed off but you saw there people's faces you could Everyone's tell, just right? hanging out. They were hanging out. <laughs> you could tell they were a little agitated, but because of cannabis, yeah. they were chill. You know, they were rela- there was no fights that That's I why we saw. Smoke. You know, yeah, exactly. Like that was just an interesting thing to to watch. Like, wow, like it really chilled everybody out. There yeah. was no yeah. issues. Yeah, because yeah. having five thousand people in a s- small area in that short amount of a time yeah you would think people would be fighting and it was aggressive but yeah it was really chill it was insane this time it will be more organized um safari joe's staff safari joe's staff yeah yeah i believe (laughs) i believe it will be 710 that's the word 710 that's the word on the street and that's a saturday and that's a saturday (laughs) and it's been so hot so you know that water is gonna feel so good so like i'm gonna get in that lazy river and i'm gonna toke it up and i'm just gonna be recording so they're gonna they're gonna allow us to get in the water this time. oh 100 you could get in the water last time all the slides were open all the way pools everything and i was too busy i was running around like oh my i just never saw anybody on it nobody nobody went out in the water my butt tinder Haley said her boyfriend rode every slide yeah, that night. Go. Oh, yeah. So I, was, I would yeah. think so. Yeah, it would have been the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was closed. No, nope, they were all open. Open. I went the next day, right? They allowed us, the team, to go and, and kind of, you know, just tour the water park and ride whatever. And I got in the lazy river, and the water was chilly because it hadn't been hot like this. So the next time, the water's going to be warm. Yeah, and it's perfect. Gonna be good. <laughs> oh, dog's barking. Yeah, the dog's are barking. Yeah, I got to get them. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta keep them. Whoever it is, they're gonna get them you. down. Those watchdogs. Yeah, get them. Watchdogs. All right. So you said that uh, you, you know you came to Houston, yeah. then you then you moved back away somewhere. You know where? 
Yeah, so I, I relocated out here with my mom when I, when I was about 14, 15. Um, I graduated early, and as soon as I graduated, I, I moved away. I got out of here because it was like a culture shock living in Owasso. Um, you know, the cops used to harass me for having weed. They used to, like, follow me, and then I swear they would just, like, take my weed and go smoke it at home. Probably. Yeah, for sure. I think they still do it. Yeah. I good mean, old, they, they just go by their own weed and just act like they don't smoke. What, uh, what year did you graduate? I graduated at, in 08. Um, really, 07. 08 is what I, w- what I would have gradu- graduated at. Okay. No yeah, 08. And uh, where'd you move to? So I ended up moving out to um, Colorado for a short time. Uh, and then I took a position. What uh, part? Where'd you go? I went to Colorado Springs. Oh, hell yeah. I love Colorado yeah. Springs. All right. So cool places in Colorado Springs. Garden of the Gods. Well, yes. Yeah. That's the number one, right? Yeah, like yeah. absolutely gorgeous. And there's a dispensary right at the bottom when right before you're going to Strawberry go Fields. It's the only one there that's yeah. recreational. So, yep. you know, it, I went into some of the others. They're like, yeah, you can't now get there's it here. More. There's okay, two, well now, there's two now. Okay, right cool. there. It's, it's been two. I think it's been three years. So I've got a distributor in Colorado yeah. Springs, and we went out there to do some training. And um, I took a guy with me and, you know, helped lead the training. And we went to a couple. I mean, there's some cool little restaurants there. Amazing. There's a nice little place down, you know, walkthrough area and some cool bars. That part of town is called Manitou Springs. And that's like the really hippie like vibe where all the dispensaries are. That's where the recreational is allowed. I mean, it's allowed everywhere, right? But only certain dispensaries are able to sell it in the Colorado Springs city limits. Yeah, my favorite place in Colorado Springs, though, is the is the uh, I'll forget the name, but there's a location that they took and uh, took out a elementary school and put uh, they put bars in there and restaurants in there. And Man, uh, I, down underneath is uh, is a, a whiskey bar that's really okay, cool. Okay, okay. Um, they've got the teacher's lounge. They've got, you know, they still kept the old hardwood yeah. floor and all the lockers. Like, really, really so cool the way I they did it. I think it was called, they turned it into like a little club part thing. I think it was called like the Parrot or something, the Parrot Bay or something like that. But then... I think the pandemic, I think it changed ownerships. Probably. And yeah. I ended up moving away, so I think there's new owners. Yeah. And I think but it's Colorado amazing. Springs is a cool area. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I loved yeah, cool it. Area. The best vibes out there. All right. Weed between here and Colorado Springs. Oh, here. Here. Here, 100%. <laughs> I mean, you could say people are like, yeah, Colorado this or California that, but like, don't ever us- underestimate Oklahoma. How's like, that? Why do you say that? Because it's just fire, like it's gas. You can't deny it. Like you could, you could put this next to anything, and people are going to be like, "Yeah, I, I mean, I it's want Oklahoma, that. though. I mean, are we that good yet? I yes. think it's also our prices. Yeah. I mean, come on, like come on. we have the cheapest cannabis yeah. in the nation. So, yeah. and we're growing really good products, and right. people are pushing out medicinal. Um, terpene derived yeah. products yeah. instead of just high THC or right. whatever. So, I think that. That with the price point is where people are like, okay, Oklahoma is so better bang for your buck. It's interesting. <laughs> you know, my story is coming out of depression and using, and we're going to have Sublime on, mm-hmm. talk edibles. You know, that was my first yeah. entry into it. Well, I was getting my edibles from- you guys, Would you guys like to try something? From Colorado Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's where I was having them yep. shipped from before oh, wow. we met medical here. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I met uh, I met somebody. So funny. We uh, we both swiped right. 
And uh, <laughs> I met this chick. Checks out. Yeah, she yeah. was just in town visiting, goes back to Colorado Springs. And so I'm like, hey. And she's like, yeah, no problem. So for, for a while, I would just get it shipped in from Colorado Springs. Yeah, so that, there you that's go. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what's been your favorite uh, as you've come back to Oklahoma? What's been your favorite part of getting back uh, invested into the state? Man, just being a part of the community, because when I left Oklahoma, it wasn't legalized, you know, and I was getting harassed for it, you know, and I was part of the reason why I moved away, because I just couldn't take it anymore, and I needed it. I needed the medicine, you know, and you can't deny that, and so why was I going to live here, right? And then I had a lot of trauma go on, so I didn't want to be here, but then after I resolved all that, I had the opportunity, you know, to come back, and then, you know, I got my foot in the door with underground uh, so dispensary. How different did it feel coming back with the environment now? It was amazing. It was it's so cool. Like it so was, different. It really felt at home. You know, I didn't have to be like paranoid because I had a little bit of weed on me. You know, and 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 that was just a really really good feeling. Like just to be able to just carry it, smoke it where I want to. You know, in the right way, right? And just be relaxed about it and not, not have to look over my shoulder like I used to or, or you know, run or mm -hmm. <laughs> feel like I had to hide it. <laughs> Wasn't you know? just like, looking over the show there was yeah, an actual yeah, running yeah, yeah, or putting it in my pants. Somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't have to do that today. You know, I always say like, we don't live like that. Right. You know, we don't live like that. And now I can like carry whatever I want to. And I like Oklahoma because like I can carry a gun too. <laughs> and that's the only state, you know, and I think that's another reason why we are on the map. You know, because we can carry weed and guns. So watch out for Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so when when you're around in the community, what's what's your vibe? What do you get? Oh, man, I just get nothing but positive vibes. You know, um, I get good feedback about um, all the dispensaries, growers, manufacturers, you know, in Oklahoma. Um, one of the main ones, you know, I, I go back to Underground Reserve. um, underground dispensary kush dispensary tulsa i mean there's just you know there's a couple few out here that are really you know some heavy hitters and uh what i would hope to do my main goal is to just get everybody on the map you know try and build everybody's brand because if we're all you know a family then everybody can grow and, and be successful from it you know because why not you yeah. know it's there's definitely enough room for all of us it's a really yeah. big industry yeah it's it's awesome how Oklahoma is supporting it and how there's room for everybody and so many smaller businesses. It's just nice to s support small businesses. Well, and that's why I wanted to, when Green Social OK asked me to team up with them, right, They their main thing is, you know, helping those small dispensaries, you know, blow up, you know, with their social media content. You know, they uh, record some, some awesome video. Um, and they can help dispensaries with some of their Instagram posts with that video and stuff like that. Super great quality. And so when they asked me to team up, you know, their main goal was to unify everybody. And I was like, that's my main goal. That's, that's weird. You know, mm -hmm. like I like your vibe already. And like how I met Joshua, the owner at green social was at Canacon, right? I was there with underground, uh, reserve and, uh, I was outside smoking. I was about to light up a blunt and he walked past him and Thomas who works there. Shout out to them. Right. Uh, walked past like 10 different tables and came right up to me and they were like, Hey, 
could you do you mind if we get a picture of you like lighting up this blunt in slow motion and i was like for sure it's my birthday and he was like tight i like the vibe and i was like cool and so i lit i lit it up you know and he asked me what i did and i told him i work you know for underground dispensary and i do their social media and and you know i'm getting into their sales side and stuff like that um and he was like cool i told him about dab and splash and he was like are we can we come out and i was like totally we would love to have you out you know we need as much attention as we can get with this and we want to unify with everybody and and so they came out and they shot some great video i think they actually just released a post of a big post a big video of uh the dab and splash event um so you can check out their instagram at green social okay and go check out that video Cool. Yeah. Uh, you said Dab and Splash number two, July yeah. 10th. Yes, sir. It's 710. 7 oil day. Ooh. It's oil day. Let's go. What's oil day? What that is when it's concentrates, oil, dabbing. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dab and Splash oil dab and day. Dabathon. Okay, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> you were like, it's oil day. I was like, yeah. uh, what's that mean? <laughs> I think we need to like have a competition, like $1,000 like to whoever can take the biggest dab because I know there's a lot of people who say that they can take the biggest dab. I'm not going to say that I'm one of them, <laughs> but I know they're How do there. you even do that challenge? You just do it i guess i mean we just how do you do anything yeah put a gram yeah. i don't have yours on <laughs> what's up man How's it going? okay whole, that's cool you, i'm a, a whole gram i mean or there's more than a gram you, yeah, more, more than a gram yeah there's i would assume that the winner would do more than a gram yeah. just because people are freaking crazy <laughs> I, I know somebody at the dispensary who would be totally down and he would probably put a thousand dollars up Shout out to, to sm- How would you? How would you even do that? You That's gotta be sucking for like a really, yeah. <laughs> really, really long time. Like yeah, you? it's like iron lugs. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. Co- yeah, multiple coming in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, you have to be. A I'll singer. probably pass on that. You have to be able to yeah. breathe in and out. I'm at just the same not really time. getting into the concentrates. I've been like a flower head, you know, my whole life. I love dabbing. I, love I just it. don't know that I could do that full thing. Right. <laughs> you know. Like, right. Right. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for swinging through. Uh, where do people find you on social? Uh, you can find me at the real Tommy Houston. Yes, and then uh, you know I work for Underground Dispensary. I'm teaming up with Green Social Oklahoma. You can follow them at uh, at Green Social Oklahoma, as well as teaming up with uh, Canna Quench. And come do a dab with him. Yeah, at seven ten. Dab and splash on Let's oil go. day. On oil day. Yes. On oil day. Who could take the biggest dab? Let's go. Let's go. So are you uh, are you a big Da Baby fan? Is that, is that you know what's crazy is I <laughs> used cool. to live in Charlotte, Oklahoma. I mean Charlotte, Oklahoma, Charlotte, North Carolina. I used to sell cars out there for Hendrick Motorsports. Right, that's where I grip my teeth in sales and marketing and stuff. And uh, I used to see him at like the Seven Eleven in the hood, like when I was driving around or getting gas in some of these demo cars, and he would be selling CDs out of the trunk of his car, and like. You know, he was blowing up in Charlotte, and we'd hear him on the radio, you know, and then, like, now he's a huge star. And he was still selling CDs even though he was on the radio? Well, at that time, he wasn't on the radio yet, but then within two months, he just blew up. Yeah, once he hit, he hit. He, like, oh, he really was yeah. just, you kept saying that, let's go. And like, yeah. It's like every song he did. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, man, thanks so much for swinging Thank you through. Guys. Katie, where do people find you on social? 
You can find us at Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Kush Dispensary Tulsa. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Yes. I'm definitely out at Dab and Splash number two. Yes, yeah, Are we sure. going to be back we'll in the pontoon? Of course. Are we? All right. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thank let's you go. Guys. <laughs> if Chris sings the song, right? Chris yeah. has got to sing Ponte. I'll sing it with you. He'll sing it. We okay. could do some we karaoke. Got, we got a duet now. We could do some karaoke. <laughs> we got to do that one song like, I want to walk 500 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then so, the other right? person, no matter how hammered or how stoned they are, Everyone they just have to be like, sing. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. Thanks, man. Have a great night. You too. Thanks. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Kush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga, all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Kush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.